Welcome to Connected, a podcast about the operations and the people that make up Chamberlain Group. As we've stated before in this series, our access control software, MyQ, started in the late 2000s as an idea to solve a problem. You've already left your house and you can't remember if you've closed your garage. It was a simple problem with an appropriately complex solution. Nearly 15 years from its original concept, MyQ is about to hit 10 million connected households. And this month, we're taking time to celebrate this incredible milestone, but we're not planning to stop there. If you've been following this series, you know that while our hardware remains our core business, MyQ is our future. The ability to connect everything in our catalog and take access control to the next level. Which is why in this episode, we're speaking with a few different members from our one team that are hard at work on the newest features that will earn us the next million MyQ connections. Hi, my name is Eric Shi. I'm the Director of Software Product Management within the Connected Services Organization. Tell me a little bit about what the Director of Software Product Management does for MyQ. Yeah, so me and my team, we're responsible for the residential MyQ app. So uh, the ability to see what you have within MyQ from a feature functionality, the ability to open and close your door, you get notifications, observing the live stream within video, that all falls under my team from a development perspective and a product roadmap perspective. So I'd say you're on the front lines of that user experience. Yeah, I think user experience is arguably one of the most important parts of my job. And so it's finding ways of working with my hardware counterparts as we come up with brand new hardware ideas and finding a way to deliver those great user experiences. So you spent a lot of time at IBM, if I'm correct. That is correct. Okay. So I came here from IBM. I spent about eight years with that great organization. The vast majority of that time was in IT consulting, and I worked on a variety of different projects. Some of that was within the IoT space, which was really fascinating, uh, but then also worked on projects for mobile apps, website design, database migrations, a large variety of IT-type projects that you get when you're at IBM. Um, after a couple of years, I transitioned over into their Watson Health Group, where I worked on AI product management, specifically developing a solution for prostate cancer and using computer vision. AI to help radiologists detect prostate cancer. Wow. Uh, that was an absolutely great experience. But what really interested me as I was starting to look for other opportunities is uh, I really wanted to move toward a faster type work environment. And when you're working in IT consulting, some of those projects can take a year or two years before you see something actually deployed out into production. Mm -hmm. Same thing when you work on uh, AI within the healthcare space, it takes a really long time to be able to launch. And moving into a much faster paced development cycle with two week sprints mm -hmm. was something that really appealed to me. So you were with IBM for, you said, eight years. You handled a myriad of different IT-related projects. Um, tell me a little bit about how you ended up at Chamberlain Group. Yeah, so 
it's actually due to my father-in-law. Okay. So a couple of months ago, he knows I'm very passionate about the smart home space, and he asked me for a recommendation for a camera. Okay. And I said, why do you need a camera? And he said, well, you know, I want to put it in the garage because I never know if the garage is open or closed. And I was thinking to myself and I said, eh, you don't actually want a camera. I mean, a camera helps, but if your garage is open and you're outside of the home, then you still got to turn around the car. You got to drive back home and you got to close the garage. Were you just thinking about that with your consultant brain? No, this was just thinking about what was most effective for an end user, right? At the end of the day. Right. You just and, you came to that solution on your and, own. And I came to my solution and I said, there's got to be a product out there that allows you to check the status of your garage door and allows you to remotely close it without having to drive all the way back home. Surely someone has thought of this Surely great idea. Surely someone has thought of this idea. <laughs> and so that's when I started doing research and I realized there was a... Uh, Chamberlain Mike Hugh product called the Smart Garage Control. And so I ended up buying it for him, for my father-in-law. I ended up installing it for him. And we both thought the device was so cool. And then I bought a device for myself, installed it at my own home. And then my father came over and he thought it was so cool. And then we ended up buying it for him and installing it for him. So I'm directly responsible for three MyQ owner connections even before I started working for the organization. And so when I started looking for jobs, it was very logical for me, given how much I love the smart home space, to apply to Chamberlain at the end uh, of the day. Smart home innovator and MyQ success story right there all yeah. bundled into one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. How would you describe the state of MyQ when you first came on board back in January? And how has that changed in the 10 months that you've been here? That's a great question. So I'd say at the beginning of the year, we were about for connected users, about seven and a half million. Okay. And we're about to hit 10 million and, and the year's not even over yet. Right. So the growth that we've had has been absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And a large part of that is driven by a great user experience, but obviously a lot of the stuff that we're doing from a hardware perspective. So mm -hmm. we have these connected garage door openers, mm -hmm. all of our newest Garage door openers have embedded Wi-Fi that make a connection to MyQ very simple and very easy. We already had a standalone camera, and one of the things that we launched earlier on this year is the video keypad, right? So the very first keypad that you have on the side of your garage with an embedded camera inside. And so we're starting to work and develop brand new types of hardware that will really enhance our MyQ ecosystem. And that's definitely the path forward as we try to continue. But how do we grow that user base with great experiences while also delivering brand new hardware that really allows them to expand inside their home? Right, right. And why why is that number so significant? Why are we tracking connected users so purposefully? That's a great question. I think for us, a connected user means a user with a device that has sent us some sort of heartbeat within the past couple of days. And that's really important because connectivity is a huge focus of our organization. If you think about other smart home devices, they sit inside your home. They're probably such as your TV or your Alexa hub, very close to your Wi-Fi router. Mm -hmm. But our devices sit 
predominantly inside your garage, right. which is a giant metal box That's that a challenge. wreaks havoc on your Wi-Fi signal. And then we're also trying to place devices such as the video keypad at the exterior of your house, which is probably one of the furthest points from your Wi-Fi router. Mm -hmm. right? And so it's important for us to in order to deliver great user experiences to ensure those devices are connected to MyQ and they can stay consistently connected, which is why it's such a huge focus for us. It also is a great measurement of in tracking which users are actually churning and dropping from the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And so it proves that we have a major focus on keeping our users connected. The other thing about this is just the sheer number. 10 million is a huge milestone for us, and it tells I think our competitors in the world, how big of a player we're starting to become within the smart home space. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, most of those connections are through the garage door, but mm -hmm. we're starting to expand, as I referenced earlier, to other types of hardware products. Exactly. Getting that connection in the first place opens a lot of other opportunities for some products that we have already rolled out, some products that we are preparing to roll out and getting them in our MyQ ecosystem. Yeah. Right. So I'd say, you know, in the future, uh, video will continue to be a very strong emphasis for us as an organization. Mm -hmm. um, as I referenced, we have a standalone camera. Some of our higher end garage door openers have an embedded camera inside. Mm -hmm. We have the video keypad, and I don't think it'd be a surprise to others to hear that we plan on developing more video-centric hardware as we continue forward. Right, so that's gonna play a major role in the next million connected users that we are Absolutely. expecting to. And the other thing I think about is, from a MyQ perspective, we're trying to consider um, how we can give our MyQ users a better understanding of who's coming and going to your home. And I think that's a major tenant of what we're trying to do. So one really great example is with the video keypad, you can actually create custom pins and assign them to different users. So instead of just getting a notification that says, pin 2348 open the door, it's giving context. And if you've assigned that pin number to Colin, it's saying Colin came home, mm -hmm. right? And how do we give our users a better understanding of who's here, who's not? I think with the work that we're doing within the automotive space, that's a major part of what we're trying to do as we tie it all together. I'm Rashmi James, Senior Engineering Manager in the automotive team. I started out in Chamberlain in 2018 as an Android developer on the mobile app team. So the mobile app team is the force behind the MyQ app, right? Um, so I, I was an individual contributor. Um, so I worked on, at that time, we were just foraying into our emerging products. So we had nailed down garage door and gates and our bread and butter products, and we were exploring this world of locks and cameras. So I was um, responsible for integrating our new locks into the MyQ platform. Then I progressed to being the tech lead on the team. Um, and then uh, in 2021, um, I switched to engineering management. So at that time, it was a little scary. But now when I look back, I think it was one of the best decisions I've taken. Were you aiming for a management position or was it something that kind of found you? 
it was something that just came to me. I was asked if I could take this, take on this role, and um, I took it on. It was a leap of faith, but I'm glad I did it. It is definitely one of the most rewarding phases of my career. I really enjoyed the role. I really enjoyed being able to mentor and build up new teams. Had you managed a team before that? No, it was my oh. first experience. Do you currently manage a team in your new role? Um, so in my current role, I don't directly manage a team. It is dot lines to different um, engineering teams. But in my previous role as a software engineering manager, I managed two teams. Okay, so you've recently taken this skill set and moved into the automotive sector. Yes. So to put it bluntly, why is it so important to put somebody with a skill set like yours in the automotive sector? Right. So. Just as a background, if you think of the larger context in the IoT world, we're moving from connected homes to connected cars. So previously, whatever we're doing with your phones to be able to control your devices is now moving to cars. Like your car is your new phone on four wheels. So everything that we've been doing with the phone is you know, we are now trying to do it through the car's dashboard. So whatever experience I have with doing this on the phone in the software space directly translates to what we can move uh, to the car's dashboard. So that is why this skill set uh, could bring in a lot of value to the automotive um, space. So it's it's been a few months since I've checked in with the auto department. What have you been working on lately? Yeah, so this is a very exciting phase in the automotive team. It takes years to bring a project to life. And we were fortunate that two of our projects just came to life in the last um, two months. So we launched with Mercedes in September and then with Honda in October. Uh, with Mercedes, it's a very interesting integration. There's no UI, um, there's no visual display. It's entirely voice controlled. So you can say something like, hey, Mercedes, close my garage door at home and it will go ahead and do it for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, what did we end up doing with Honda? Uh, with Honda, we have geofencing. Right, and that's the ability to program the vehicle to automatically open or close the garage door based on where the car is located. Yes, each one is really unique, but we're really fortunate to have had um, three different launches this year. Yeah, that's a lot, and you guys are a pretty small team, if I remember correctly. It is a small team, but a very passionate team. Um, very excited about everything that's uh, we just launched and everything that's in the pipeline. Well, it sounds like you're fitting in very nicely with the auto team. Uh, it sounds like they're expanding a bit on the resources, and I I'm sure that's with uh, a couple of even more exciting new features on the horizon. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we've only hit the tip of the iceberg with what we have, the potential for what we can do on uh, with the vehicle, because we're already leaders in the garage space and in the IoT space, is huge. So I'm really excited for what's coming, and I'm really happy to be part of this team at this stage. For the automotive industry, I think what we're doing there is absolutely fascinating. I think it also proves that we are willing to work with external partners, mm -hmm. right, as we build out MyQ. We're constantly having these sorts of conversations and negotiations with third parties. Mm -hmm. It's really quite complex what we're doing, and it's been great being able to work with these partners to deliver these premium experiences to our users. One of the things that we're really excited about is when you take a look at the United States and Canada, there's about 67 million 
single family homes with a garage door. Mm -hmm. We have 10 million users. We can really expand and reach out into those other garage doors, especially because our smart garage control hub that I referenced earlier on is compatible with older garage door models. It's works on some universal radio frequencies that some of our competitors also use, mm -hmm. and it gives you the ability to kind of expand that pie. So one thing that we're constantly asking ourselves is, hey, how else do we educate other non-MyQ users about how they can connect? And so right now within our app, we have a compatibility checker that mm -hmm. allows you to tell if your garage door is compatible or not, but we're gonna be delivering some AI powered capabilities using augmented reality that will allow you to scan your garage door opener unit and you'll now know whether or not it's MyQ compatible. I am Ben Hunt and I'm a computer vision engineer at Chamberlain Group. So I work on a lot of computer vision projects for our various products. Okay. So that could be any sort of our person detection features that we have on our various cameras. Um, and that also includes uh, new undisclosed features that we'll be talking about probably later. So when they're ready. Yeah, when yeah. they're ready. Cool. <laughs> Anything that our cameras can see we eventually want to be able to tell you about what's there and be able to better inform our customers of what's going on in their space. You were an intern when you first uh, came on board to Chamberlain Group, right? I was, right. Uh, 2016. 2016. Yep. So what, um, what did you work on when you were an intern here? I actually worked on some computer vision projects. Okay. Um, so in, uh, in the group I was in, uh, Advanced Engineering, we kind of act as the research and development arm of the company, mm -hmm. and we're looking at uh, future technologies. And back in 2016, we didn't have any camera products, I believe. And mm -hmm. so we were looking at different things that we could do with camera sensors. Okay. So not just wanting to make uh, internet connected cameras that could record things, but what kind of things could they do for us on top of just recording video? I was hired on in 2017, and in advanced engineering, I spent a lot of time working on firmware. Okay. Uh, some of this involved um, prototyping some new, some again, camera features, mm -hmm. but a lot of it was also spent looking at building out our competency with various technologies. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time working on various Bluetooth technologies. Um, and I was one of the primary engineers on the MyQ uh, pet portal. Okay. So uh, it was a lot of fun working with a lot of dogs. I, I will say as a customer, dogs are pretty difficult to work with. <laughs> they have a lot of personalities that you have to try and design for, um, trying to understand when they want to go out and when they don't want to go out and trying to give them that ability is not an easy thing. Your first year working, <laughs> did you ever suspect you'd be uh, trying to analyze dog behavior <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> and um it's actually funny that that project started as uh, an intern project so yeah. similar to some of the things that i had worked on as an intern um this came out as an idea from some of our interns back in 2019. fast forward a couple of years what is it that you're currently working on Currently, I'm working on the vision detection features that are necessary to make the GDO recognition work. Okay. 
We have that MyQ compatibility chart. Mm -hmm. Like we have a chart of everything that our hub is capable of connecting to GDO operator wise. Mm -hmm. At the moment, it's a fairly manual process where the user needs to find out some features and some identifying information about the operator that they have. So they're either pulling up a picture Maybe they're climbing up on a ladder looking for a model number, any yep. sort of identifying things, but they still, that's a lot of effort. Yes, yeah. exactly. And we find that that's usually a point where people don't always spend the time to go about doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and so what we're looking at is with the least amount of effort possible, how can we get that information? Mm -hmm. And how can we give them an accurate way for them to put that operator online? Yeah, and so to do that, we're just teaching a camera to recognize our different GDOs, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So we're looking at identifying features of the operator. Um, we're trying to correlate that against our compatibility list that we've already cre uh, created. And we're trying to do a lot of that uh, harder work for them. So all they have to do is point their camera at the GDO and it can tell them exactly what they need to do. After somebody's phone recognizes what GDO they have, what happens after that? There's a number of things that could happen depending on what we see. Um, so we will try to direct the user to connect any operator of ours that has Wi-Fi built in. Okay. Um, and so we'll be able to tell them, hey, this is ready to go right now. Do you want to start that process? Um, otherwise, we'll also let them know if uh, it's compatible with our smart garage hub mm -hmm. and will prompt them to pick it up if they want to go purchase that. So any level we can get somebody involved and integrated into MyQ, we're going to take that opportunity. Yes. Why is this so important for what we're trying to do as a company to make access simple? For me, the removing those friction points mm -hmm. to get the user informed is incredibly important in our path toward getting people connected because whenever I talk to friends, to family, there's that first step of knowing that this is possible and then there's that second harder step of knowing, okay, how do I get this? Mm -hmm. Can I do this with what I have? Do I have to buy something else? And usually changing something like a garage door opener, which is a fairly major and important appliance in your home, mm -hmm. there's usually a lot of friction there. And so if we can more quickly tell people, hey, you don't have to change anything. All you have to do is maybe connect to Wi-Fi or purchase this hub that we sell and set up is much simpler than swapping out the entire operator. It won't get in the way of your daily life. It won't make it more difficult to get your car out of the garage. Um, but being able to get rid of those friction points for the user and get them to a point where they can get their device connected and take advantage of the MyQ ecosystem much faster, it's gonna be incredibly valuable. Yeah, totally, and that's helping them get the most out of what they already own and also inviting them into the other super cool features they could be um, getting with some of our other products. Mm -hmm. Maybe getting into some of our camera features. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> getting into our camera features. 
It's a great example of how Chamberlain is constantly investing and thinking about how we can better leverage AI and other sorts of technology and bring it into our ecosystem, right? Um, I don't think Chamberlain is is just a manufacturing company anymore, right? With the emphasis that we're doing within MyQ, it really shows the investment in technology and the investment in software that we're trying to make. What would you say to somebody that is in that pool of 67 million households that own a garage door opener but have not made that MyQ connection yet? It's a pretty simple response. Aren't you frustrated with not knowing whether or not your garage door is open or closed when you're away from the home, right? I think MyQ really gives you some of the easiest capabilities to just quickly check and understand whether or not your garage door is open and closed. And I think that's one of, if not the most predominant use case that we have for our users. And pretty soon we're going to be expanding upon that to give better users, you know, control of their access points and better understanding of who's coming and going and, you know, keeping their eyes on their loved ones. And I think that's a great reason why people should be downloading the MyQ app. It's why people who are listening to this podcast should be considering whether or not they should be joining Chamberlain in MyQ. Uh, shout out to all the software developers. Really, we, we would love for more engineers to come and, and work with us on developing a best-in-class app. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for chatting with me today. Thank you very much, Cal. Thank you for listening. Tune in next month to hear more stories of how all of us at Chamberlain Group are connected. This episode was written, recorded, and edited by me, Colin Uthi. Our producer is Megan McClendon. Our music was supplied by Envato Elements. 